I had this idea <clears throat> that I was just going to start beatboxing as soon as you started recording. And then I wasn't going to say anything and see how you reacted to it. And I didn't do it. <laughs> Trying to decide if I'd be surprised or not. I know. <laughs> most, most, I'm going like 70%. I wouldn't be surprised. I know. I, I was kind of like, is he, would he just play it like it never happened? Like, so anyways, so, you know, as we were talking about, or would you just be like, <laughs> I mean, I know you wouldn't rap along with me. That that well, that there are certainties in life, and that is one of them. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. So, what's up, dude? How's your Thursday going? It's Thursday. Yes, it is Thursday. My Thursday's fine so far. Hasn't had much room to not be fine. So we'll see how it goes. Just crushing some some Westfield videos. You know, trying to. Heck yeah. Don't put pressure on me. Don't let people know that that's happening. So no. it's like, no. All right. <clears throat> well, I was trying to give you some like, you know, motivation, airtime. Like, hey, everybody, Joey's freaking making an amazing video. It's gonna have ridiculous drone footage. So boom. Uh, well, I don't don't hype up the drone. I didn't fly the drone. They flew the drone. I haven't seen it yet, so it, it could be good. I mean, I've seen some of it. I just I don't know how it's gonna come together. Okay, um, so. I'm like curious about this. Was this so? So okay. Story being, you went to Westfield, interviewed, got a bunch of amazing interviews. Yep. But the drone footage, the drone itself, could not be flown by you specifically. No. They had to have somebody from Westfield come fly, which is cracking me up because I'm like, you know, I and I said this earlier, I was like, do they just have like a drone honorary drone flyer on staff like at all times i want to i want to believe that to be true so i haven't allowed myself to think beyond that but i think they yeah. i think they just had i think they maybe i don't i didn't ask too many questions they just said we'll get some drone footage for you i said done um and um so yeah so that's going to be exciting to but yeah we did uh, did the uh, did a little ceo interview um with uh, ed uh, over at uh, westfield and some other yeah. folks and that'll be fun so fingers crossed that should be out next week, but depending on my drone footage situation, we'll see. Uh, so what about you, man? What's going on? It's been a while. I know. I know. Well, uh, Elevate has been a huge, huge time suck. And I say time suck like humorously. In the most because affectionately it's, awesome way, right? In the, yes. In the most like loving, caring way possible. But yeah, it's been a huge focus over the last couple of weeks. Um, exciting things happening. I don't know how much I can share or should share. Well, I think, I think it'd be fun to talk a little bit about just, you know, Hey, yes, it's happening. Uh, it's happening in March, March 24th, 25th, 26th in New Orleans. I think most people know that by now, but. Oh yeah. New Orleans. It's going to be, it's going to be ridiculous. I've been to New Orleans once for like a 36 hour stint. It was like fly in, do the thing, fly out. And it was awesome. We did yeah. the beignets and I mean, the city itself is so rich with culture. Like you're walking around and you're like, did I just go back in time? Like, where am I? It's really cool. So location is going to be awesome. Also, we've had it in the Midwest for the last two years. Yeah. So we need a little Southern love. I didn't realize how East New Orleans was. I'm very terrible with geography. I'm, I'm finding out. Really? Huh. Yeah. I kind of thought it was like, I don't know, I guess, I don't know. Just, I have no, I'm not cultured with the Americans, America's, it's not my thing. 
Uh, uh, do you I use just, Google Maps everywhere you go? I do. Well, I mean, yes and no. I'm like, I, I have a sense of direction, but okay. just not outside of my little bubble of, you know, Northeast Ohio. I mean, I feel like I'm okay at geography. I definitely use Google Maps everywhere I go. Like yeah. if I'm going to the grocery store, I'm using Google Maps. I Sometimes I'll go to the dry cleaners and I'll use Google Maps. I don't know. I mean, it's just like, it's just like, what if there's terrible traffic? It, this is, so this is my reasoning. And my girlfriend gets so annoyed every time I pull it out. But like my, my thought process is, okay, I got to get to this place. If 70 other people are like, I got to get to this place too, at the exact same time that I want to get there, I don't want to get screwed by those 70 other people and take the exact same way. So Google Maps will tell me, hey, guess what? Only five people are taking this other route over here, so you better go that way. I'm like, done. And I get there 10 times faster than 70 other people. So that's my thought process. I mean, I can like 135% support that because I think that's very underutilized for most people and that might solve just traffic in general sometimes. Um, yeah. I think the grocery store might be over utilization of that just because I don't know that there's as many variables to kind of reroute that situation unless, I don't know, I don't know your grocery store habits. I don't know where you go, but I mean, it might be an intense situation. I don't want to, but 15 more seconds on Google Maps. I, here's the question that I need. I just need to ask society because I have the opportunity why does our car, why can our cars not ask us like when we get in, be like, I mean, just address us. I mean, semi-formally, maybe just casually. Hi, Joey, where are you going today? Hi, car. I'm going to like, why doesn't that happen yet? I feel like, <laughs> I think, I feel like we're there. I just, I feel like we're there. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think a lot of people would be, would be a little freaked out if they got Dude. into their car and it was like, yeah. So all the car manufacturers that we have listening to this podcast, um, Get on it. Uh, um, <laughs> you've Boom. been warned. Um, in all seriousness, though, I, I, I found it. So back to Elevate. And yes. um, I think I think one of the things that is interesting that, you know, kind of one of the objectives that we have this year is, is like you said, kind of orga- making it easier for people to, to know what they're learning and where they're learning it and, and kind of putting it into, as you've called them so eloquently, tracks. Um, mm. uh, well, I mean, because I think, I think it's lost on, you know, it's like what part of my, I think putting things in the right bucket, like being in the right frame of mind, it's like where should I, you know, kind of car, com, compartmentalize, that's the right word, this for my agency and kind of already having that sort of expectation set before you walk into the room. I mean, you can look at the title, but saying, listen, this fits in one of four buckets or one of four tracks. Uh, I think that's so valuable though. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Um, I, first of all, big shout out to Joey on this. Cause he's one of the, you know, the reason that we've got four tracks. We, I think we were talking about like two or three at first and then just talking through some of the, the topics and, and how we break things out. Um, yeah, that, that was a, that was a big win. I think getting four tracks together. So I mean, I think the first two years of Elevate, um, you know, we we wanted to, you know, speakers are always the, the meat and potatoes of a conference, right? Because they're, you come to network and you come to do, you know, be in a different city and have fun and, and meet people. And, and those are all really, really important things. But 
you've got to sit in a room for X amount of hours and listen to somebody. So they better be pretty good, right? You want to put good people on stage. And I think the first two years of Elevate, um, you know, it was, we were, we would have one theme that we focused on like customer experience um, or mindset last year. And we kind of crafted, you know, that speaker narrative around that one theme. And this year, what we're trying to do is make it a lot more tactical. And in order to do that, we looked at sort of what an insurance agency, you know, how they operate, and then and then sort of created these buckets based off of um, that structure. So we've got Elevate Your Story, which is the marketing piece. You know, it's the front end. We've got Elevate Your Process, which is, um, you know, how you're the automation that you're agency might be using to be more efficient, uh, the, you know, your customer experience, um, the, the structured actions that your employee, your team follows, like, what does that look like? What, you know, renewal process, et cetera. Um, elevate your partnerships, which aren't, I actually want to come back and talk about that one and then elevate your culture, which is recruiting. Um, so one of the ways we actually figured out those four tracks is looking at like two over 200 pieces of feedback from Elevate to 2018. I think it was over 200, right? It was a, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, and we, I mean, we literally tagged, you know, all five of us, uh, myself, Joey, Jen, and I think Greg, who's actually on the TC.com content team, but he's also he was also reading it as well. Um, we, you know, we went through all 200 plus pieces of feedback, tagged all of them based off of topic, and then looked at specifically, you know, what they were saying about certain speakers, what they liked, what they didn't like. And based off of that, you know, that's also sort of helped craft these, um, these four tracks. So it's been a process. It's been a long, uh, a long process, that's for sure. Um, but I think you're right. I mean, you know, I've been to conferences before that have tracks and being able to go and say, I really want to focus on marketing. So I'm going to listen to all the speakers who are going to talk to marketing. Um, it just keeps your mindset a little more, you know, I want to say focused again, but like engaged and, and you know, really clear on what the, the value that you're getting out of the conference. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think it's, I, I'm pretty excited. I mean, who, so are we allowed to, can we, can we, can we tease some of the people we're thinking about or some of the sessions or what do you, what do you think about that? Should we do that? Heck yeah. All right. Let's do it. We'll tease away. Um, well, I mean, so one of the, one of the heavy hitters and actually he was mentioned, oh, I think in like over, uh, like 25 or 30% of the, um, of the the comments, the survey feedback we got was uh, Billy Williams. So last year he spoke on. Um, my mind is totally blanking right now. I feel like such an idiot. What was what was his uh, his big takeaway? I mean, he had his his ice cream kind of um, uh, whatever the abbreviation word for that is. But yeah, he, I mean, Billy was you know talking about the you know how you kind of get 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 yourself in the right frame of mind to kind of organize your processes and things like that. And, and, um, so yeah, so that's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we're bringing him back and he's going to dive a lot deeper into 
um, you know, into that process. And people really liked his session. So, I mean, I think, you know, he's got this cool mix of energy, inspiration, tactics, but all of that wrapped up in the insurance, like with insurance wrapping paper, because he's part owner in like a hundred agencies. Yeah, and we've actually got, uh, if we want to give a spoiler alert uh, podcast, I already, I already recorded one with him kind of talking about how he actually does that, how he's able to kind of deliver his messages and be an effective kind of communicator leader within agencies to, to kind of give them it straight, but also kind of leave them wanting to actually do it. Um, so it, we might be able to drop that next week too as well. So, um, but yeah. Thank you. It's, uh, it's, uh, he, like I said, he has a certain way with kind of talking to where people – they get it. And I was in, 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 you know, before kind of actually asking him directly about it, I was like, I just kind of thought it was something that kind of developed that he was, he was naturally gifted at it. They maybe focused on, but it is something that he has actually kind of trained on and like try to really work on being a thing. So I thought that was interesting. Mm, that's super interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I'm always super impressed with him. He's, I just, I feel like every time there are a few people where when you talk to them and they look right back in your eyes and it's like, the entire world is just gone for, I sound like I'm talking about my girlfriend, but, but like, you know what I mean? When you just talk to someone and they're just so intentional yeah. about communicating with you and making sure, you know, that you guys are, that you're having a moment. It's it. That's exactly how I feel every time I talk to him. And I think he brings that on stage too, which is really cool. So, so he's one guy. So Scott Green is coming. Yeah. So he's going to talk about, um, he created this amazing video that was probably one of the most just engaging, humorous, funny video, insurance videos that I've ever seen. So he's going to kind of talk through, um, you know, a little bit of how he created that, why they did it, what the results were. Um, you know, they've, they're actually working on a couple more videos, so he'll share sort of the production of that. Um, We've got, um, oh my goodness, there's so many people that I just like, I want to name drop, but like not all of them have actually signed contracts yet. So I'm kind of like, go sign your contract so I can drop your name. (laughs) Um, But I guess like long story short, um, you know, we're we're really focused on, the first part was building out the, the structure, right? And getting the buckets and understanding what, people wanted to hear what were the topics what were the tactics that our audience was struggling with most and then we go out and we find the best people to talk to those topics and when i say people i mean insurance agents i mean small business owners i mean people who are actually doing it um and are willing to you know recognize that they in part have like a responsibility to to share some of their success um, to help the channel grow. So, you know, we've got that. And then the one track that I wanted to come back to, which I kind of brushed over earlier was the elevate your partnership track. And that's new for this year. We've never done really done anything like this before. Um, and obviously Ellie's only three years old. So it's not like we haven't had, you know, a hundred years of conferences to build on here, but basically we wanted to, to, figure out a way to bring more voices and different voices into the elevate space. Um, the, the focus, you know, the core will always be 
helping agents talk to agents, helping, um, you know, producers, different different people in the agency become better at their job, become, you know, more passionate and understand more about what they're doing. But there's a lot of other conversations that are going on in the insurance space between carriers and, and tech companies and, uh, you know, aggregators and vendors and all kinds of stuff. So we're, we're like dipping a toe into it and just, you know, we've got a track that's dedicated towards some of those conversations and bringing in different types of people. So we can, we can see how that goes. We're going to, like I said, toe, water, dipping. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think, you know, you can only look at it from one way for so long before it becomes a problem. You know, you need fresh ideas and you need to, you need to facilitate and kind of bring the conversation together and put it through the lens of, like we said, the agent of, of how they're going to view it, how it's most relevant why, it might be relevant, why it might not be relevant, you know, just really everything. And, um, you know, that's one of the things that I've always heard over the years, you know, from agents of say, listen, I just don't have the time to figure all this stuff out. So if there's a place that I can go that lets me do that faster, then that's super valuable to me. And that's something that I've always kind of said, yeah, like, how do we like more of that? How do we do more of that? Constantly more of that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And be really intentional about it. You know, I mean, it's not just here, let's put people in a room and get them talking, you know, like it's, we got to understand who the audience is and the the things that they're going to focus on and how long they're going to talk about it. Who else is going to be talking about it with them? And, you know, just, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, Moderators. Oh my gosh. Picking moderators. You would think that would be the easiest thing in the world, but picking a moderator is actually (laughs) really tough. Because they've got to be able to handle, you know, the people who are sitting down and 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 uh, on stage and talking, and they've got to handle the audience and read the audience and feel them out and bring, you know, and you don't know what these people are going to say on stage, right? So you're sort of in real time having to react and keep everyone, you know, keep keep the conversation moving forward. So, oh. a poorly moderated panel is one of my most hated things in life, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even kidding. Does that come second or first to not being able to fly your drone? I think poor poor moderation is definitely a tops that for sure. <sighs> Dang. Because it's my like it's my time. I'm being it's like for me, it's like watching a bad reality TV show, which in my opinion, most reality TV is it just makes me uncomfortable and I'm subjected to it. And then if I get up and leave, it's like I'm being rude and it's this whole thing of it just because again, speaking in front of people by yourself is challenging enough, but then controlling four other human beings also speaking in front of people or three, it's, it's, a, it's an entirely different skill set. And people just assume because you know the thing that the panel is about that, oh, you can do that. I just, I don't get it. And it blows my mind sometimes. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm a little passionate <laughs> about this. Can you tell? No, that was, that was, I'm like watching your. I forget. I don't know what these are called, but you're like audio waves going up and down. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. No, that's, hey, dude, I'm totally with you though. Like you're 110% right. It's got to be, you know, it's an amazing experience, whether it's in an insurance agency or at a freaking conference, whatever it is, it's always in the details. It's always in the little things like, can the, can the, you know, who is the moderator, right? The, the person who, um, 
you know, is who you think is sort of off to the side in the shadows, but is actually really the, the person sort of moving everything forward. And, um, you know, like, what do the, what do the name badges look like? I mean, the, I remember we spent, uh, Jen Hawk last year spent a couple hours trying to figure out, you know, the sizing and where the name goes so that people, you know, when you're going up to somebody and you're shaking their hand, you have enough <laughs> that you have a couple seconds where you can like look down and you don't, you don't see like they're, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not exactly where the, the hand shake is taking place. Ooh. So the handshake isn't covering it. It's like, Oh my gosh. Dude. <laughs> so first of all, I need to say the ones we had for 18, elevate 18 were the best that I've ever experienced. Uh, Double sided, big, uh, full color plastic. Like, I mean, it was like, you, you know, like a security yeah. card access thing. <laughs> we were at one, con- we were just somewhere recently and there were name badges involved and, and they were, they were not properly sized for the, the environment. And I just found myself awkwardly glancing for far too long at places I probably shouldn't trying to figure out who this person <laughs> is that I'm talking to. And it just makes for a very poor experience. I know. It's like, you don't think about these things when you're attending a conference because they should be so well planned out that you don't, you, you just, everything just flows. So it just all makes sense. Like shake the hand, get the name, keep going. It just, there's no, there's no friction. Right. Yeah. But then when that friction shows up, you're like, what the, but yeah, so I mean, that's, you know, that's, I think, um, you know, obviously the kind of stuff that we've been working on and, um, and, and it's uh, exciting, right. Because uh, I feel like, you know, you know, just kind of getting some of the feedback. It's like people say, Hey, we need like a mid year elevate reunion. Right. And, and that's kind of also too part of it, of, of people actually just being able to get together in the same room, breathe the same air and, and share ideas, uh, you know, with again, putting those agents together to where, you know, they can, you know, catch up and, and have more intentional conversations that they might not set aside the time to have actually, you know, online or whatever it is. Dude, I feel like going into this year, or not going into, but really like after Elevate, um, seeing like people traveling and meeting up in different places, yeah. uh, I have had the most and most serious cases of FOMO this like t- towards the end of this year, I think than any other year. And it's just, I mean, I don't know. I guess I just feel like we've we've really gotten to know a lot of the people um who are, you know, for lack of a better word, just the, the regulars at Agency Nation. That was a terrible way to say that. Oh my God, I'm kicking myself right now. But but people who really care and they show up every day and they ask questions and I don't know. I just, I you know, I'll see like Avery Moore and, and Ashfitz are in New York and they're hanging out for B-Day plans. And I'm like, oh, FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's amazing. So... Yeah, you know that I don't think that happens without Elevate, right? To be honest with you, um, yeah. And and we know I'm mean, I'm sure they're having a good time, but you know it's like you know it's like those relationships that I, I try to tell this to people all the time, and people get mad at me when I say this sometimes. But it's it's like you don't know who you're going to run into, you don't know what conversations you're going to have, you don't know, you know, just kind of how long that one you know or two days that you're there is going to impact kind of your life and your business moving forward. Because if you, if you meet a few of the right people, uh, you know, and you, and you're intentional with kind of sticking with them and, and you help each other grow as your careers progress, that's something that just kind of keeps going and going and going. And that's, I think, 
I don't know if people actually appreciate that. And I'm, I'm super like, that's huge. I think it's huge. I mean, I'm obviously again, much like bad moderation, this is another thing that I think is gigantic. Yeah. No, yes, dude, I could not. Yes. Just 110%. So a few days ago I had an agent, uh, Facebook message me on my personal Facebook. And she was like, Hey, uh, you know, we're, we're friends. So it's, it's, uh, it was like, she was stalking me or whatever. It's all good. Um, but she was like, Hey dude, uh, I just got promoted to management and they've asked me to come up with a strategic growth plan over the next couple months for the agency, but I've never done anything like this before. Um, she was in the restaurant, uh, hospitality industry before insurance and now she's in insurance. So there's, you know, she, this, this is the first time she's done it. So she messaged me and was like, so do you have any videos or articles or blogs or whatever on, uh, on this topic? And I paused for a sec cause my first response to her was going to be, oh dude, sorry, we don't have anything on strategic growth planning for agencies. <laughs> that's like a, that's an interesting topic, but I just, you know, we don't have anything on that yet. And then I was just going to sort of leave it. And I was like, wait a second. So I, I messaged her back and I said, hey, I'm super stoked about, you know, the, the promotion. I don't have any videos, but I'll do you one better and connect you with a couple people who I think might be able to help. I sent out three emails uh, to three different agencies that, that uh, who I thought might be able to help her just based off of, um, you know, just a number of different things. And... And they, every single one of them responded within 24 hours. And they were like, dude, we're, of course, let's hop on the phone. We're happy to help you. No problem at all. And I saw that happening and it was just, it was just amazing. You know, it was just amazing. And it made me feel like this is exactly why Agency Nation exists because, you know, it's just, yeah, the the videos and the articles and and all of that stuff is amazing. But the, the core is the people and the fact that, you know, we've got people who are just always willing to like reach out a hand and, and, uh, and be there for others. So I don't know. That's just, I kind of rambled there, but it was a cool little moment. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, Sydney at agencynation.com, right. If you know you, if we want to get, uh, people connected, right. Or Joey at agencynation.com and, uh, yes. I mean, make it happen. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, I, I'm, I, I mean, I've talked about this for a long time. I just, it's so cool. Right. Because one, you know, you were saying this drives me nuts too, is, you know, there's probably more people that care to admit that, that are listening to this podcast right now. And they feel like they're not one of those people. That's like a regular to use your terrible word again. Um, and there's no reason that they shouldn't be, you know what I mean? And, um, from the standpoint that, you know, just, just kind of take that next level and, and reach out to those people, become a little bit more involved if, if you want it, if you're missing it, if you're lonely in your insurance world, because it's one of the things I hear all the time. It's like, you know, I don't, there's not many people in my agency or around my town that are, that want to do these things. And, and, uh, they're just kind of, they're just kind of silently stalking us kind of in a creepy way, listening to this and not telling us that they're listening to this. And that freaks me out a little bit. Um, so yeah, I think I think I think we should have more people reach out and 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 get connected with agents that are like minded that can help. And but I guess we should maybe say that um, tickets are officially on sale for Elevate. Should we say yes? That? Tickets are on sale. Buy your ticket today. Uh, I think officially uh, yesterday. Well, as of recording this yesterday, Wednesday the twelfth. 
Yes, and two things. Um, so if you're an Agency Nation University subscriber, you get a really sweet, sweet discount. Um, so feel free to hit me by email if you want to know more about that. And the other piece is right now tickets are on sale, but these are actually the advance sales. So after November 30th, ticket prices go up because of timing and contracts. And um, if you have the opportunity, if you have the ability, try to get that ticket before November 30th. If for some reason you're listening to this saying, dang it, I was I have to buy it January because of you know, some business reason or whatever reason, uh, hit me or Joey up because, you know, we don't want you to miss out on, on this, uh, on this phase of elevate ticket sales. So. Yeah. If, if I have to hear another, I'm trying to get my agency to buy into it story. I'm going to cry. I mean, like it's good. Yes. But it's like, you know, it's like they wait, these agencies, they wait so long, uh, to decide. And then they ultimately end up you know, paying like the worst possible price. Um, yeah. It's just, well, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when I fly somewhere and then I uh, wait till like yeah. two weeks before to buy my plane ticket. And I'm like, dang it. <laughs> like, yeah. why did I do that? So, yeah. Should we, should we discuss uh, the economics of, of such tickets and, and, uh, and all that fun stuff that we might be hearing about? Sure. Go for it. Uh, well, I mean, you know, obviously, uh, we've seen a little bit of an increase in price, right? Uh, yes. From, yes. From, I was like, yes. From, from, from last year to this year, you know, if, if you bought a ticket walking out of the original, the, the inaugural Elevate 17, you know, for like 250 bucks for 2018, you're thinking, what, what are you guys doing? Where's, you know, who's throwing, you know, who's going to the Bahamas basically is what everyone's thinking. And, um, and the one thing that, that ultimately is really terrible about conference planning, especially if you want to be good hosts, is that it's really expensive uh, mm -hmm. to, to do it and do it well and to have something that you actually want to come to, open bars um, and things like that. So, um, and, and a lot of these awesome speakers aren't cheap either. So it's like, it's honestly uh, um, trying to, to, to price what the, you would say the conference in a way that allows us to keep growing it and moving it into the future, right? Yeah, 110%. I mean, I think, you know, as the as the conference gets bigger, this year we're in a tier one city. Yeah. It's weird to think of cities as like tier one, tier two, tier three, but because mm -hmm. um, I think every city is super unique and, um, you know, obviously amazing. But New Orleans is, a, is considered, a, you know, it's a more expensive city. The hotels are more expensive. There's union stuff that's more expensive. It's just more money. So plus we're, you know, we're growing the conference. We have 800 people this year. Um, we need, uh, you know, we've just got more need for breakout rooms. Um, we've got four tracks this year. So it all adds up. All the AV stuff. It's crazy. It, it's crazy how quickly it, it adds up. I actually heard a number um, early on in the Elevate planning process, because I wasn't part of the planning process the last two years. Yeah. Um, this is my first year going into it. And I heard a number early on. It was huge for how much the whole thing would cost. Yeah. And I remember I was like, there's no way. Like it, as, immediately after yeah. I heard that number, I was like, Jen, Jen Hawk, by the way, is amazing. She's like a conference ninja. I was like, Jen, we got to get on the phone. 
what is the deal with this number? We got to figure out how, I mean, I thought we, we would get on the phone and cut it by like 40% in the first hour of being on the phone. And as she walked through all the, the line items and the details and all this and that, it, it all sort of, sort of uh, came together and, um, and it was really hard to figure out where to cut stuff. So we're working on it. Yeah. I mean, even if you just divided that number by like six or seven based on the number of meals, I mean, it's like a hundred bucks a meal. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not bad, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 We're not feeding anybody McDonald's. So, you know, there's that <laughs> like, or chicken well, or yeah. conference chicken. Yeah. You know, and I've been to conference. conference well, ugh, yes. No, but I mean, I've been to conferences where it's like you pay like the seven, 800 bucks to get there. And then like, they don't give you anything. I'm like, okay, this, all right. So this is what's going to happen, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, and this year, oh my God, this is crazy. I'm so glad we're talking about this. So this year, uh, we are doing, you know, last year we had a party at the House of Blues, which was really cool because we ended up renting out the entire House of Blues building. There's an underground area with a live band and people just had a total blast. Um, It was an awesome release from being in a, you know, being in a room all day. So this year, because it's New Orleans and, you know, ultimately we want people to go out and really enjoy the city one night, but to sort of get people on that, uh, on that path, we were like, what if we take a section of the street outside the hotel, blockade it off, and we're going to have entertainers and, uh, you know, a band for people to go out and mingle and just have a ton of fun. So I'm excited about that. I think it'll be, you know, I know from last, from just the feedback we got reading it online, talking to people about the conference, um, a lot of people appreciated having that, that night to just sort of hang out with each other and, you know, not have it be conference, conference time. It was just sort of like a, you know, just a hangout, which is so. Anyways, that's that's a big thing for this year. Is is that that party? We should say elevateconference.com, I guess. Elevateconference.com. Check it out. Good. That's it, dude. All, right. All good. Peace out. All right.